Hello, everyone. This is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, and I'd like to welcome you to this special preview of Hush Hush, written by Aaron Mays, the upcoming April episode of the Half Hour Audio Hour podcast. Please like, follow, subscribe, or drop a review wherever you listen to podcasts. What follows is an interview with Andre Luke Martinez, the director of Hush Hush, talking about how Hush Hush compares to other audio projects and why you should do as he says and not as he does when it comes to self-care. We hope you enjoy. Thank you very much for doing uh, for doing this interview, but also thank you for jumping on board to direct Hush Hush. Absolutely. Um, it, it, it was, I was very grateful for you to, for, for doing that and for just being involved with these audio projects as in general. Um, so I guess the first question that I, I have for you is what drew you to Hush Hush? I think it was just kind of, what's great about the, the, the smaller specials is that they're, they're very easy to just kind of really latch onto and digest. And this one was also just, it was very centered on a theme that I kind of hold dear is that uh, it's about honesty. And especially when it comes to acting, uh, honesty is where I always pull it from as both a director and an actor. Whenever I'm pulling something from one of my actors, I'm always pulling what they what they've gone through. And that's what I usually try and make the connection for uh, with certain characters, especially in casting. Casting is especially crucial for that. When you cast someone that's like, like finding people that would be able to portray that same struggle or come from that same place is really, really important. And what's great about this is kind of the simplicity of exploring each character individually and them just, you know, being in their own world and kind of creating that own world with their voice. Um, I'm interested to hear how this is going to play out with like with ambiances, with with sound, with music, and that's always what really kind of you know supports. It's like the the support beams of um, of the production, and it's uh, man, it's 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 been a blast. It's really been a blast this, this production, especially, and uh, you know, working with people I know. And I was definitely drawn because of that kind of odyssey that really deep dive into you know where people are coming from cool cool now um i know that you have i know this isn't the first audio drama that you've worked on since you are the voice of the monocyte on (laughs) monocyte which you should listen to, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh yes, we're definitely cross-promoting here, folks. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but is is this the first audio drama you've directed? Ooh, not in the slightest. Not no, I had a feeling. Slightest. I had a feeling it wasn't. So, so my question is, what was was there any difference between? this directing uh, the the process on this one versus the 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 other audio dramas that you may have worked on um in general i mean it was it's it's definitely interesting to see at least with this production company like the parallels between uh uh the theater 
just kind of general uh, structure where we have, you know, rehearsals and we go to performance and then boom, we got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's definitely been interesting in that regard where I'm kind of going back to my film school days. Cause originally I was like, Hey, I'm going to go to Los Angeles and be a film director. Look how that turned out. Uh, <laughs> So it was kind of, I was kind of drawing from my experience with that, you know, where we go into a rehearsal, we kind of work everything out behind the scenes mm-hmm. and then um, punch it into a final product, a lot with voiceover and a lot with um, at least the audio dramas that I produce and the way I've been trained in the voiceover industry, which is, it's, it's a lot different than you'd think, um, where we, you know, we just hop in the booth, this is your character, this is, you know, your motivation, go. And a lot of it, you know, it's 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 all picked beforehand and kind of going back to the casting thing is it's the voice in your head of what the character is going to sound like. Like, oh, this person is this person. Boom. Shove them in a booth. We'll get it. Just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <laughs> it's it's very, very streamlined um, for the other audio drama I've produced. Um, and uh, I what was the most recent one I did. Cause it's been a, it's been a hot minute. The rest is all kind of low key secret. Uh, the, the latest public one I did was called last mag, which was really, it was a lot of it. The, the voice, the voices themselves, like, you know, it's just a standard, like I have people in the booth, we direct and whatever. But what I really focused on was the sound design, um, which is the basic idea of the audio drama. It's very, very short. It's uh, about a couple uh, soldiers being surrounded entirely by the enemy. So, creating that space where you know you have bullets whizzing by each speaker like each speaker is working to create that 3d space in your head mm-hmm. of like oh man these soldiers are so screwed um and creating that panic and that sort of uh anxiety um but that was the last thing i released i'm working i am working on stuff in the background one passion project which i I can't I can't talk about but it's still it's been in the work for a long time <laughs> I know it's still on Adobe Audition as opposed to Pro Tools for those audio nerds in the audience but you know, <laughs> like it's it's interesting that you say that because what, having gotten into this field with little to no actual knowledge about about it uh, say for just the one that podcast that we had been like messing around with. And that was, had always been recorded live either in a, it was either performed live on a radio station, which is how we started with it. And then we just performed it live in my living room and recorded it and put it out there. Um, Mm. so it was one of those things where it was like, we're probably going to be getting a lot of theater actors who have nothing to do during the pandemic and who aren't voiceover actors. So we want to do it. The We're like, well, we do it the way we do everything else. We rehearse and then we record and, and you know, and then in having done this, a lot of people are like, this is not the way that we do things. It's so weird to be. Doing yeah. There are so many different genres of, of actors and it's really crazy. Cause you know, you get a theater actor, a screen actor and a voice actor in a room. They all have, different standard operating procedures and it's yeah very very different and it's 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 all kinds of crazy yeah so that was that was that was interesting so so let me so this is considering the fact that you have done this so uh so much what is it about the genre of audio drama 
that you like so much? What what is it that draws you to to telling stories, basically only using one sense? One sense. Well, a lot of it has to do with budget, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're allowed to. If you want to, we can talk about that. This is a this this is a behind the scenes kind of interview. Mm -hmm. It is. It does cost less to to produce. There's no question. Right. And it's a lot of it's you'll hear it in Hollywood as a lot of, you know, pre-viz stuff where it's a lot of low cost things you can do to really bring your script to life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's some there is while we have deviated, you know, from the budget, like, all right, you know, we can't do animation or whatever, motion cap, whatever. We have only audio. Fine. But what's cool about it is that it remains captivating. What do I mean by that? I mean, I, this is this is more of a personal thing. I, I don't know if anyone in the audience has any of these same experiences, but whenever I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, a, am I, I'm right on the cutoff of millennial. So fine. I'll say I'm a millennial, whatever. Uh, You're an exennial. There we go. Either way, I'm getting older and <laughs> I, I don't watch, I don't sit around and watch YouTube videos all the time anymore. I listen to them. I pull up like my favorite commentator, whatever you guys know, Danny Gonzalez, Drew Gooden, uh, uh, Curtis Connor, and I'll just listen because I'm always doing something else. You know, I, I don't know. I got to cook something. I got to write an email to whoever I'm, whoever I'm sending out my stuff to. And mm -hmm. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I don't have time to sit around and just, you know, watch some guy talk about some other TikTok or whatever. But I kind of ran with that where it's I just realized how much of my time I was using uh, just listening to things rather than looking at them. And I kind of I asked around a little bit, too, where I had this this marketing project. I was like, what if I talked about audio dramas? And uh, I was talking about things like Netflix and things. I do the same thing with Netflix, too. Like I rewatched so much. It should be criminalized. I it's, it's bad. <laughs> real bad i watch star trek's next generation religiously i just put it in the background i've seen every episode i literally one of uh abby who appears in hush hush she she goes to um oh, what i forget what university she goes to but she she passes by a tv like every day and sometimes they're playing star trek on it she'll she'll send a screen cap i'll tell her exactly what episode it's from without fail I've watched it that much. Anyway, audio, right. So it's it's a different medium entirely. And it's it was interesting learning the way that it works because I started a lot in uh, fan fiction, actually. And because, you know, a lot of fan works, again, no budget, whatever. Yeah. Um, you learn to tell stories without that budget, but at the same time using the medium to its full potential. Mm -hmm. And that means... Um, because we were adapting, I just remember we were adapting something from like a fan fiction someone wrote to an audio thing. You really have to put the words into the characters' mouths of what's going on because you know it's not it's not clear. We can't mm -hmm. see that's fine. Um, but really reshaping because that's it's not just like, oh, look at this thing. I'm gonna describe this thing now. It's no, it becomes part of the scene, it becomes part of what the character like it, it it's it says something about the character about who's doing the description it says something about this about that and it's 
it becomes an experience. At least when I'm when I have like all the all the controls when I'm the writer, when I'm the director, audio engineer, whatever, I always I I try to make it as experiential as possible. And I'm what I mean by that because that's probably not a word. Uh, <laughs> it is, is now. There we go. Why not? Um, I like to create audio experiences. I want someone to be completely sucked in. That means I'm spending extra hours on the ambiance. I'm spending extra hours on the sound effects. Every footstep, every single thing is accounted for. I try to make them as immersive as movies as I can. And especially with stuff like Last Mag, where I was using an entirely different program. I was using an entirely like, uh, this was, oh, that was before pandemic. So I could, um, you know, have actors in a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I screw up the mic. Uh, we go to re-record. You know, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic stuff. Um, and it was such such a journey. And I I'm really proud of what we came out of that with. Um, and it is it is very it is very intense for those who are who who do want to look me up. Just look up my full name on Google and then Last Mag, and you should see like a little. Uh, uh, fist holding a mag and you know edgy and stuff i'm a very edgy creator that's why i went to hush hush because hey look character development instead of shooty shooty bang bang you know what i mean like... <laughs> <laughs> i anyway sorry <laughs> no that I, I mean this is it's been very interesting now having pu- pulled these all these together just how easy it is to get pulled in to something when all you can do is hear it. Even it's, it's very, it's been very, it's, it's been kind of eye opening since this is since as, as we were discussing, uh, hush hush is about, as you, as you pointed out, honesty and there's, and there's the mental health and the therapy aspect to it. I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked everybody else, which is what is your kind of go-to self-care thing? Since since we're in a pandemic right now, what what does, (laughs) and everybody's like, dear God, I need to take care of myself. What, what is sort of your, what do you do? Cool. Um, all right. So before I preface this, I don't know if any of this is healthy. So I don't, <laughs> I don't condone any of anything I do. Do as I say, not as I do. Anyway, but anyway, uh, self care, self care. I, it's weird. It depends on my level of anxiety. Uh, I have clinical anxiety, and it's a lot of it is kind of over overwhelming myself with my senses. Like usually it's, it's a combination of, you know, classic, just stress eating, occasional alcoholism, uh, you know, just, (laughs) uh, that's, that's kind of my go-to at least, or I, I cannot function in the morning without my, without my coffee. (laughs) You got to case the Mondays, bro. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But definitely when it gets to more of my darker places where um, a lot of panic is just, well, just that it's your mind just being Mm -hmm. like, no, no, no. There's this fantastic game called doom eternal, which is, uh <laughs> for those who don't know it's uh kind of like a sci-fi high fantasy 
kind of game but the basis is just like the main character is basically too angry to die and the uh the soundtrack is so blaring and in your face it sounds so unearthly and like it's some of the sounds are just just really uncomfortable for me it soothes me for some reason and there was my partner sent me something that kind of opened my eyes to that because I lot I like to overwhelm my my senses with you know like video games that are extremely like not necessarily violent like or gory or whatever but really fast paced mm-hmm. like it has to be fa- I have to constantly be moving. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that so that's you know sight touch ears doom uh, and just. <laughs> And just really engaging and really playing into the panic Um, because a lot of anxiety is like, you know, you hear the boss battle music 24-7, but you don't know where that boss is, you know what I mean? Um, A lot of it is staying because anxiety brains are not meant to be at rest. If you're in, you know, a vacate, like a, I don't know, a five-star hotel, you know, you're great vacation whatever mm-hmm. you're supposed to be or a spa you're supposed to be 100 relaxed my brain's not wired that way it's like no no there's a threat there's a threat here mm-hmm. hold on a second there's a threat here. <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah. <laughs> and um creating stimulus that really kind of creates that threat but at the same time is within a control so it's like you know you want control over your your tanning bed or whatever. I want control over, you know, the simulated demons in my room. I'm going to shoot with a shotgun. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> that's just, this is kind of how my brain works. I got to, I got to constantly be um, exhausting myself until a body's just like, all right, it's over. <laughs> I want to, anyway, I want to thank you once again, uh, Andre, for doing this. Uh, Hush Hush, from from what I've heard of it uh, so far, sounds really good. Absolutely. And 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 as I said, uh, it, well, as you said, and I agreed. Everybody, listen to Monocyte, uh to do it to hear to hear Andre <clears throat> in that. It's very fun. Hush Hush is going to go up uh, the second Sunday of April, so we're we're approaching that. And uh, yeah, just. Thanks so much for lending your your time and your talent to these to these projects. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to this special preview of Hush Hush, written by Aaron Mays. If you like what you heard, you can support the Half Hour Audio Hour directly by going to redcircle.com slash shows slash half dash hour dash audio dash hour, where you can make a one-time or recurring donation to help EFCT continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus playwrights. If you're scared of commitment, we understand. You can head over to buymeacoffee.com EFCT where you can make a one-time donation with no strings attached. And be sure you go to eclectic-theater.com where you can find out more about all of our audio dramas, Bloody Bay, Clusterfuck, Deep Shadows, Monocyte, and Throwing Shade. Sign up for our mailing list so you don't miss out on any eclectic news. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.